0: hey everyone welcome back to uh music from the curator's chair i know i know it's been a while i'm sorry that i haven't done one in a while but i know this came out of the blue honestly i didn't expect to have another album to kind of review because this just came out a couple days ago i didn't expect it to come out because i thought this was it i thought it was the last i thought this was never going to come out but it came out four days ago and it is if you wonder what, I'm, what the hell I'm talking about, some of you may know my Canadian friends about the Tragically Hip. Now, some of you may not know who the Tragically Hip are. That's fine. But they released an EP called Saskadelphia, which was, I guess, uh, a mixture of Saskatchewan and Philadelphia. I'm not exactly too certain, but that was the original uh, song title, like album name for their 1991 album Road Apples which was, I do believe, their second album that they ever released. This was an rec- unreleased track, so connected to the recording sessions of it. And um, the record label did not like it very much at the time, so they chose Road Apples instead. So the fi- five of the six songs are original studio recordings as well. One's a later live recording of a song that couldn't be found, per se, but apparently among like, six of these, all six of these were by the band after a New York Times article listed to the band having lost some of their master tapes in that Universal Studios fire in 2008. Now, this album has five songs that I would classify that I'm going to talk about. The sixth one, I don't feel like it's okay to talk about because it's a live version of the song. If it was a full live album, EP sort of thing, yes, I'll talk about it, but maybe I won't. Maybe I will. But I got it for about $7, which is pretty decent because like... Well, it's, like, maybe six tracks, so let's say less than two, a dollar for, like, let's say, I don't know, 90 cents or something like that per song. I don't know how much, but I know it's, like, for six ninety nine. that's pretty good. Seven bucks for six tracks. It's roughly around less than a dollar and some change, plus tax and all that. But I basically wanted to talk about this because I'm not the biggest fan of the Tragically Hip. I know of them. I respect them for what they are. They are a Canadian rock band that didn't gain a whole lot of success over their time frame when they were around properly before Gord Downey uh, died of brain cancer that he couldn't uh, recover from because of the brain were just not being operable like, on. So we lost him, and it really does suck that we lost him. And I do mean that. It's been a couple years since he passed, but still, it hurts just to know the last album they ever made, which was during, like when he was going through all this heartbreak, was Man Machine Poem. That was the last album they ever did, and that was it. it. It was over, man. After that happened, it was over. It was the last one, and they went on a world tour in Canada, whatever you want to call it. Like They went on one last tour, more or less, that it was all written before his diagnosis, and it's the final album before it came out. All I know is their last tour ended where it began for them, back in Kingston, Ontario. They would no longer perform under the name. That's what they even said. The surviving members Sour, made occasional appearances. Yada yada, but they basically have said, without Gord Downey, it's over. We're not, we're not making any more albums. Nothing. It's over. The man. May be gone, but you know what? He still made some great music. I can definitely say they ended it where it began, and you know what? I'm happy they did. And when they did, even if they were still able to keep going, I just I don't know. Once they once they said uh, like the last uh concert that they ever had was actually in their hometown of Kingston, and it was attended by Justin Trudeau, the Canadian Prime Minister. It was. It all over, and I remember seeing it all, and it was just, oh, it was heartbreaking. I may not be the big fan of The Hip. A lot of people may hate me for that, because they're a Canadian classic. They are Canadian icons. But honestly, there's a bunch of other Canadian icons that don't really get enough recognition. Like, the only one I can think of that doesn't get a whole lot of recognition, and should, to some degree, even though he does in some parts of the world, he doesn't get the true recognition back home. And to me, that is Robbie Robertson, uh, and you might know of him from the band. If you don't know that particular group name, that's fine. You just got to know he's made amazing work throughout his career, and his most recent bit of work that I loved was actually on the 2019 film The Irishman. For that soundtrack, he helped compose the music, even the theme song, and it's perfect. But that's... asking. getting... Besides the fact, I wanted to at least talk about this album, which is a four-track EP, or five-track EP, and to be honest, I love it. It's a great album, it's a great little bit of work. Ouch is not, it's actually not a bad song, if I'm honest. I kind of like how it where it goes, it grooves quite nicely. Not necessary, it's also pretty good, if I'm honest. Crack My Spine Like a Wimp. If I'm honest, it's not is the most weakest of the album, but... Overall, out of the six tracks, like I mentioned, Montreal, I'm I'm omitting. Out of the five songs that they have that are original, besides Montreal, which is a lot original, but it's live because they don't have an original. They don't have the master tape I guess for it, which sucks. That's fine. I would have to say my favorite song on this album actually is after track five, which is Reformed Baptist Blues, because this one actually kind of sounds like a very bluesy, hard rocky sort of song that they're kind of known for. Without any kind of elements of like, ah, you know, screaming or nothing like that. It's just very, very bluesy, but it's very, it's very guitar driven. That's what I like about it. And even then, most of the songs are. But even then, this album, this EP, even I'm calling it an album, I know I shouldn't be, it's an EP. I gotta say, not bad at all. Like, there's a lot of work that sounds so amazing that I'm surprised that they never released it on a compilation album of uh, unreleased content, which I think the hit may do in the future, but even if they don't, I mean, they're probably sitting on piles of content that never will see the light of day, and that kind of sucks, because I really would love to see more from this band, even if Gordowney's gone, it would still be nice to just see some unreleased content, even if you don't, if you call it a compilation album, you don't make it a true, true studio album release, that's fine, you don't have to, I would like to see another version of Your favorites that they released in 2006, I know some of the songs that are on there that I kind of like, like New Orleans is sinking and Bob Cage because this is how I kind of got into the hip a little bit, even though I'm not a big fan of the hip, you don't need to be, like, to pass the test of being a Canadian, you you don't have to be a fan of the Tragically Hip, from what I've been told, because I was born Canadian, alright, and I know for a fact I was never a true fan of the hip, I knew of their music. I didn't really care for them one way or another. They weren't, like, a band that I sought out at all. After Downie's death, I kind of did start to, start to seek out some of their stuff. Especially their last album, Man Machine Poem, I actually sought out for. Never got a chance to truly listen to it all in its full entirety, which kind of sucks. But you know what? Maybe I'll go back to it one of these days again and uh, listen to it. Overall, this album, this EP, I should say. Sorry, I keep on saying album. But this project, album, EP, whatever you want to call it. This little bit of work is pretty good. This is a surprise album that's came out on Friday last week. I didn't even know it came out. No one told me. I didn't see anything about it. I haven't been anticipating it like I've been anticipating a couple other albums. I know there's another album that's coming out next month. on the. Ele- there's three albums that are coming out on the 11th. Two of which I know I'm going to do a back-to-back, probably special. like Maybe not a back-to-back, but I'm probably going to review them. Back to back of sorts, and a third album that I might wait till the following week to talk about, but I don't know. There's going to be quite a lot of releases next week. No, not next week. Next month in June. I know Records of Our Day is coming up, and I know for a fact it'll be something that I will be releasing to coincide with Records of Our Day. I'll be releasing a podcast on the greatest album by Noel Gallagher, like I mentioned, and I might a couple days later talk about the Mammoth EP because I'm going to give it a full listen. Not Mammoth. Not, not Mammoth EP. The Mammoth, the the debut album by Wolfgang Van Halen's band, Mammoth WVH, I'm going to give that a full listen to and probably release my thoughts on it a couple days later. I will probably still give it a a full, thorough review on the Friday anyways, but I won't release it until the Tuesday because there's just so much to release. I don't want to try to do it back-to-back with everyone coming out. And I know another band that I know I haven't seen music from in almost 10 years, it feels like, is Garbage. Shirley Manson's band. That band has got a new album coming out soon, and I can't actually wait to hear it. I am a fan of their work, and I want to see where they go next with it. Who knows? They might make something amazing. They might not. But, uh... Honestly, I'm happy that they've done what they've done, and I'm happy that they've made music. I'm glad that the hip has done what they've done. and After Downey's death, kind of just say, you know what? It's over. Just like uh, Rush kind of just said to, like a couple years ago, after Neil Peart's death, it's over. We're not doing, like, we were already, t- we've retired, we're not going to do any more as a band together, it would be impossible to continue. A lot of bands do that. A lot of bands kind of say to themselves, you know what? We can't continue on without one member of the band. Like, I mean, there are some bands you can kind of interchange people, but the core, tr- core group, if there's, if If you don't have the core group in the band, it's not possible, to be honest, to get back into it at all. That's what I've been told by many people. And I know for a fact plenty of people may say we're going to move on. I mean, you can look at bands like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, and a bunch of other big name bands that have tried to continue without certain people. Like, I mean, Metallica has done well with the with. The outlook with the chain, the lineup changes that they've had to endure. Like they had to endure Dave Mustaine being kicked out. They've had to experience Cliff Burton's death. They dealt with James Newstead leaving. They all dealt with something. Heck, even uh Pink Floyd, for example, twenty-seven years or so of sort, like or so, maybe even thirty, realistically, together for thirty plus years. Only one change. One big change at the beginning, but the rest of it was solid until Roger Waters left. They only dealt with Sid Barrett, and that was it. Once it like, they had to, in a sense, like, not forcefully leave him, but just kind of say, sorry, man. Like, they couldn't tell him in in person. They had to kind of just abandon him, and that was kind of heartbreaking for the group. They couldn't do it properly. Yeah, look what happened to that. I might, you know what? I think next month, not next month, but in July, I'm going to release a review on my fa- one of my absolute favorite wish- uh, albums by Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here. One of my absolute favorites. It's going to be a little hard for me because it is one that does deal with a lot of uh, difficult topics. But yeah, I might do that. Overall, this EP by The Tragically Hip, Saskadelphia, gets a solid 7 out of 10. Now, I'm not saying it's the best thing in the world, but to come back after 5 years with unreleased content that you've had for a couple years now, I'm sold, guys. You guys did great with it even though it's five tracks to be honest to me, with one being a live cut. The live cut's not as is not bad, but I just I don't want to like talk about it because it doesn't feel like if it was all studio, great, but it wasn't. But I can still say this was a great experience. All around. Next month you'll be getting reviews from me from no Gallagher, Mammoth WVH, and Garbage, ladies and gentlemen. If you listen to this out this EP podcast, I'm glad you do. I will catch you all next time. And remember, listeners, keep on rocking in the free world. Until then, I will see you all next time. This is Scott signing out and transmission.